Destin has always centered around two things, the beautiful emerald waters and fishing. This podcast, powered by Destin.com, will bring you weekly updates about what is going on in our area, with everything from restaurant and entertainment information to our world-famous fishing fleet. Thanks for joining us for the Destin Dozen. Hey, welcome to the Destin Dozen. Um, I'm your host, Savannah Vasquez, and with me today are our co-hosts... Nick Tomachek And Tina Harbuck. Awesome. And today we have a lot to talk about. Um, I'm personally excited because this Friday is Friday the 13th. Spooky! And it's the first one in October in like (laughs) 70 years or something. So um, we have a special edition of Day and Night coming out on Friday, and it has tons of Halloween topics. So um, there's a lot happening this weekend. Um, There's Dog Days. It's going to be at Liza Jackson Park. That's on Saturday, um, all day. And then there's also going to be a free ballet at Grand Boulevard on Saturday evening at 7 p.m. Giselle. Okay. And there's Fiesta in the Park at um, the Landing Park on Sunday from 11 a.m. to sunset. So there's a ton happening. Um, There's also in the Haunted Issue, you can see my five cheap and creepy crafts to help you spookify your... Spookify, totally. Spookify. Um, There is a list of pumpkin patches in the area, which I still have yet to go to. But there's awesome pumpkin patches. And then there's also an extensive list of Halloween happenings all throughout the month of October. And that's everywhere around town, right? Oh, that is from Milton to Pensacola to Destin. I mean, the whole entire Okaloosa, Santa Rosa, Walton County. (laughs) All right. So wherever you live, you will find a place near you that's having a Halloween haunt. That is a lot of Halloween stuff in there. Yeah, also my signature sip is Halloween themed. Ooh, where was the signature sip at? This week's signature sip is at Rockin' Tacos. And what did he make for you? He made me something called the Pumpkin Rita. Which cool, is it's got smoke coming out of it. <laughs> Pumpkin yes. Rita. And then a big eyeball next to it. It's a big eyeball looking thing. The eyeball was a prop, which will not be served with your no, Pumpkin okay. Rita. Oh, okay. Oh, but your Pumpkin Rita will be served with um, dry ice. In this little capsule so that you won't come in contact with it. But it will make your drink look like a bubbling cauldron from Harry Potter. (laughs) And it smokes and it bubbles for a good, like, ten minutes as you sip on your pumpkin-flavored margarita. I wonder how that pumpkin flavor in a margarita, though. Did you taste it? I did. I always sip. I'm the signature sipper. (laughs) So I always sip the signature drinks. And um, it was like a subtle pumpkin taste didn't overpower the margarita and it didn't taste like a margarita that was pumpkin flavored it, it just gave it kind of like this little spice you know okay. yeah. it's it actually good, good. and i am good. not a pumpkin spice lover so that says something it's good it makes you feel like it's fall even though it's 90 yeah, degrees out still exactly yeah. because it's refreshing because it's like <laughs> ice, you know on the rocks margarita which i would yeah. say if you get this drink get it on the rocks because the slushy version does not smoke and bubble like a cauldron no yet but it also has the, the um, recipe if you want to make it at home, but I wouldn't recommend dry ice at home. <laughs> um, right. So, yeah, so that's Mayan from DN. And next we have a really cool update from Nick Tomchek about Noriega Point. Okay, so this is kind of a big deal, and um, not a whole lot of people maybe know about it, <clears throat> but it's it's about Noriega Point. It's basically that piece of sandy area protecting the harbor 
uh, from the East Pass in the Gulf of Mexico in that area. And uh, they've been working on trying to stabilize that point, basically make a nice barrier so it keeps protecting people. And they had a, a groundbreaking for that. And this, they've been talking about this since 1999, improving Noriego Point. Um, it got it got damaged by Hurricane Opal, and Tina, you were out there oh, after. Yeah. I Opal. remember. I remember going out there and looking, and the thing was cut in half. Wow. I mean, we had gotten out on uh, wave runners and that kind of thing, and were running across through the <laughs> middle of it, which yeah. was kind of funny. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was unreal. But uh, you know, the Noriega Point is something that people love to come and see, and uh, you know, it's just a neat little thing there. You know, you see that little jute of sand. You know, with the little bit of dunes that are left on it, but yeah, we need to try to protect it. So what? So what happened was in, t- in 2010, the oil spill happened that continued to hurt the area. But because of that oil spill, uh, the city was able to apply for some grants, and they got uh, the money to pay for it. This is a 12 million dollar project. The first phase, yeah, they got. So Mayor Sam Severs and her team was instrumental in getting that. So she was there. She's the former mayor. Mm-hmm. She was there at the groundbreaking and uh, pr- pretty excited that this is now coming to fruition because she's been working for it uh, at least before 2010. So the first phase, they're going to put five acres of sand. It's going to they're going to dredge it from the East Pass and then add it to the point. Then they're going to bring in these big rocks and shoreline stabilizing structures. And I, I'm told they're going to bring almost all of this stuff on by barge. So it'll be cool to watch them build it as it's going. Uh, so n- they won't be having any construction traffic through Holiday Isle. So all residents and condo owners don't need to worry about that. So that's the first phase. More sand, rocks. Second phase, they're going to restore the Point's dunes. Nice. And... Um, Add some sea oats, which will help stabilize the dunes and provide habitat for birds and other wildlife. The last phase, they're going to add recreational amenities. Right now, it's just a big pile of sand, but they're going to add restrooms, a park shelter, three dune walkovers, a boardwalk, new parking spots. Parking right now is just tough over there. And so all of this is supposed to be done. Uh, and bring it to pre-opal conditions by 2019. So that wow. is that is pretty exciting, and there'll, there'll be more opportunities for people to enjoy that area with more parking and, and walking areas out there. So that's what's going on with Noriego Point, a really important piece of sand in, in Destin. Well, hopefully by bringing in those rocks, too, it'll help uh, keep the entrance to the harbor cleaned out because, I mean, they have to come in and dredge that out, you know, every other every year, year, it seems yeah. like. Yeah. You know, because the, the, the sand just accumulates in that area there. And we got boats that drag deep, mm-hmm. you know, to get through that area. And hopefully those rocks will help shore that up some so those boats can get in and out of the harbor. Definitely affects the fishing fleet. And speaking of the fishing fleet, Tina, what do you got going We are for us? running big time this week with the rodeo. I mean, oh. things got put on, on hold over the weekend a little bit. That, that, that storm messed us up. <laughs> we were hoping it wouldn't, but it did. Not yeah, it, the the water got a little high in the harbor, and we had to move the uh, the weigh-in barge back a little bit. So we had to call it a day about three thirty on Saturday, and uh, because the water was still up on Sunday, we didn't bring the barge back in, and uh, so uh, yeah, it was pretty know, windy. We, get, yeah, we didn't get hit really bad, but yeah, I mean that the wind and the, the storm surge, the, the storm surge, the water yeah. was rising, and, and that was the the big. Big issue there, you know. But anyway, the barge got moved back in place on, you know, Monday morning, and things were running, and we didn't have that many fish on Monday, but Tuesday was the day. 
It was day 10 of the rodeo. It felt like day one of the rodeo. I mean, we finally had, um, you know, 50 to 60 uh, fish weighed in that day. I mean, you know, at 5 o'clock it was steady the rest of the afternoon till close that evening. Matter of fact, when it got to be 7 o'clock, we still had two or three boats in line. And that that is rodeo. You know, when you, when you when you when you got when you got right. boats waiting in line, it gets kind of hectic on the barge, and Bruce is calling out stuff, and we're trying to write stuff down, and we're trying to take pictures. But that's that's the rodeo. That's fish guts were flying. Fish guts were flying, <laughs> and all kind of stuff. Yeah. But so, uh, but one of the, you know a couple of those last couple of boats that came in had some fish w- worth waiting for, and that's one of the things. You know, people will get down there at three or four in the afternoon, and sometimes you know they see a fish here and a fish there, and you know, and they're not that big, but I'm telling you, if you can hang in there, you know, five, six o'clock, that's when the big dogs come in with the big fish. A lot of them do, but you never know. You never know. They might be in early. Yeah. But on Tuesday, on the Big John, Captain Todd Allen, who is known for bringing in the big grouper, didn't didn't disappoint. He came in with a 54.8 pounder. Wow. Which is topping the leaderboard right now. I mean, but I've seen him bring in 60 pounders before, so. He he knows where the holes are, and uh, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't bring in something even bigger. But he also had a 35-pound uh, cobia that's leading on the board right now. And for this time of year, a 35-pound cobia is big, you yeah. know, because we get the big ones that run in close uh, during March, April, May. But this time of year, they're out in deeper water, and they're not as big and that kind of thing. But we did get did get that in on uh, Tuesday, and that was Tuesday. Now, yesterday, Wednesday was just as good. I mean, the numbers are coming up on the the number of entries that we got coming in. Mm-hmm. And speaking of grouper, I mean, the last couple of days, the boats have been able to get out there because the, the seas have been calm, and uh, they're able to do those deep bottom drops, and they're bringing in the deep fish. Uh, the Seawinder came in yesterday with a, a 35.4-pound grouper, uh, that put them on the daily board, and it put them in second place on the big board, as Bruce likes to call it. That's our overall board. Okay. Bruce calls it the big board. The big board. The big board. Got on the big board. Uh, we also had, and right behind it, and I didn't get to see it. I missed it by just a few minutes. I had to get over to a fishing museum meeting, but that's okay. Uh, it was a 26.8-pound king mackerel brought in on the cutting edge. But uh, before that, Earlier in the day, now Billy Sexton on the SS Mullet, he is fishing the radio hard. He comes mm-hmm. in, now he's on a, a smaller boat, uh, you know, in the under 25 division, uh, but he is fishing the radio hard, and he had three fish that got on the board yesterday a 15.4 pound blackfin tuna, and these are all caught by a lady, Amanda Bell of the Phoenix Springs. She also brought in a 32.8 pound king mackerel and a 3.4-pound Mingo. All three of those got on the board. Now, that mackerel put them in the running on the, the Big Mac Classic Daily where the anglers get get $100 a day That's for bringing in the largest mackerel. But one of the, 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 the big ones that I saw yesterday afternoon, it wasn't necessarily a big fish, but the lady angler was so excited it was oh, yeah. real. Yeah, you got to play this. You, you just got to listen to this. She had caught a dolphin. It didn't weigh but a couple of pounds, but it, she got on the board. And I interviewed her for just a quick second, and here you go, listen to this. Uh, it's just amazing. Uh, 
amazing, the most wonderful experience I've ever, ever had in my life. Have you ever been fishing out here before? Never, never. And I think Destin and the people are absolutely <laughs> superb. They're just so friendly, and I can't wait to come back. I love it. Where are you from? We're from uh, just outside London, uh, Winchester, Salisbury area. I love it. I love it. Fishing. Oh, it's just amazing, and I just, I think it's, um, you all are just wonderful people, and can't wait to come back. Awesome, thank you. It's official. We're wonderful people here in Destin. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> amazing, amazing. But, you know, we get folks like that all the time coming at the rodeo, so come on down to the rodeo. We're open to the end of October, 10 to 7 every day, weighing fish, having fun. Awesome. Well, happy October, y'all.